You're listening to the Running Around Charlotte podcast, presented by the Milbon Health Charlotte Marathon. One day, five events, and a race day distance for every goal and pace. Find out more or register at runcharlotte.com. This week's episode is brought to you by Pinnacle Financial Partners and Bedgear, the official pillow partner of the Novant Health Charlotte Marathon. And here are your hosts for the Running Around Charlotte podcast, Tim Rhodes and DC Lucchese. Runners and athletes can do some amazing things. It's hard to go more than a week without hearing of a new amazing story about someone pushing past their limits to achieve the impossible. The human body is amazing and even more so when it's got a determined mind to go with it. However, this is not always the case as I speak from experience here. Sometimes we push too hard and things just don't bend. They start breaking. Uh, it doesn't make for a sexy news story, but injuries and setbacks are just as much part of the sports and life as gold medals and PRs. Today we are joined by Phil Welsh, the owner and head physical therapist at Premier Physical Therapy. Phil, how are you doing? Doing well, thanks. How are you? I'm doing well. I'm not broken right now, but uh, things don't bend as much as they used to when I was a little bit younger. <laughs> DC, how are you doing? DC Lucchese? I'm feeling very flexible today. Very flexible. Yes, That's very flexible. Great. Yeah, yeah, I get accused of that inflexibility in other ways, too. <laughs> hey, jumping right in, Phil. How? So where did it all start for you? Uh, when did you, you runner, got involved in athletics? I mean, some kind of push you to this corner of the world right sure so uh so my three big sports growing up were soccer ice hockey and running and um for the longest time running was more of something for me to uh to improve my cardiovascular fitness to stay mm -hmm. in shape for soccer and for ice hockey and um i went to school in boston played club soccer at boston university and um, as part of um, the athletic training and physical therapy program there, I had the privilege of volunteering in the Boston Marathon and uh, as a medical volunteer. And the very first year of doing it was in 2013 at the finish line. And um, so I was about 50 yards away from, from the first explosion. And I think after that day, uh, my, my love for running really took off. And now, you know, fast forward to this year, I, I ran the Charleston Marathon in January, albeit virtually. Um, I'll be doing Around the Crown pretty soon. Um, I just, you know, I enjoy running a lot more than I used to. And it's, it's a nice escape for me. That's fantastic. Um, and you've probably already signed up for the Novant Health charlotte marathon too right uh not yeah i will i will do it at some point right, uh we're gonna have to but... edit this <laughs> <laughs> all right we need to get you signed up we'll dub we in. need to get you yes. on team hemby as a uh, as a fundraiser right uh, yeah. where we have another guest who is uh already talked about that but yeah so that's so that's good so uh, kind of an all-around athlete i mean you know ice hockey that's i I watch some of the playoffs and it's just incredible how yeah. fast people play and how hard they hit and how accurate they are with things at yep. you know seemingly 50 miles an hour down the ice rink but so you got that and mm -hmm. you got soccer and you got running and they all kind of go together because they're you know cardiovascular in nature any major injuries in in your uh, sports life Unfortunately, yes. I've um, I've had three surgeries so far. Um, I had a left meniscus repair in 2011, uh, 2012. I had a left index finger ganglion cystic scission, so like one of those little uh, lumps 
in, in this joint right here. So I was, I was ripping my hockey stick too tightly, I guess. And then, uh, and then six months later, I, uh, the, the worst of the three was my right foot, um, soccer. It was a bad turf toe, but, um, mm. I had to have surgery for that, uh, pretty soon after that happened. And, uh, then it got infected. So I'm, I'm very big now on the, uh, not just the injury prevention side of things, but also infection prevention, yeah. uh, infections do a lot of really nasty things to people. So, oh, sure, man. Yeah. No, no question about that, but that's gross. <laughs> <laughs> no, no foot rub for you. Exactly. There will be none of that. Um, thank goodness. Um, but getting back to the other piece about, I mean, you, the, the, the light bulb, if you will, that went off when you were like, you know what, I, I appreciate everything that running and runners bring to the table here. And uh, now, were you already in the PT game uh, prior to that Boston experience, or did that experience accelerate your move toward that? Well, I was, uh, so I was an undergrad at Boston University. Um, I was a junior in the athletic training program and oh, a couple months later were, uh, was getting ready to begin the physical therapy didactic part of yeah. the, of the curriculum. Um, so I was already sort of part of the game for it. Um, yeah. but as, as part of the undergraduate training for, for athletic training, we had, um, a lot of opportunities to travel with and work with different, uh, division one varsity athletes in the area whether that be at Boston University, Boston College, Harvard, um, MIT, or Tufts on the D3 level. And um, so it was a really unique ability to um, to work with athletes of all sorts of different backgrounds in sports and just to learn about the different requirements that each sport demands on the human body. Mm -hmm. And you're still doing volunteering, right? With the yes. events, right? Yes. Um, so I, I volunteer in the Boston Marathon mm -hmm. every year, including a couple months ago. Um, my assignment changes depending on the year, but for the most part, I'm at the finish line medical tent. Um, not this last year, but 2021, I was in the ICU for medical 10 B. Uh, and that was, that was really interesting just seeing how, uh, how stubborn some of the runners can be with, uh, you know, I got chest pain at mile seven, but I just kept on trucking cause I was, <laughs> no, I was going to get my PR. No, thought no, I'd run no. through it. Oh yeah. 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 That and never then, happens. <laughs> And then you stick an EKG on him and you find out that he almost died. So that's, you know, <laughs> it's almost, I, I, come on, you're in cardiac yeah. arrest. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not sure he, he learned a ton from that experience, honestly, because he was, he was still shouting about his PR at the end of it. And I would too. I mean, he hit, he, he got like a 242. I mean, that's incredible, Jeez, but uh, all right, man. was it worth it? I don't know. Well, not dead. So yes. <laughs> World record PR for uh, running a marathon while in cardiac arrest. I'm, I'm, if there's not a Guinness category for that, there's there should one. be. There, there should be now, right? That's, oh, my gosh. That's amazing. Yeah, so um, what, some of the more common injuries, like what are, what are some of the things you see more than others? At the marathon or uh, in physical therapy in yeah, general? Both. Oh, boy. Okay. Um, so at the marathon, it's very dependent on the weather for the day. Um, I think when, so 2012, I, um, I didn't volunteer that year, but it was incredibly hot. And I ran it that the, year. Did you? Yeah. I, so there was well, a lot of. I, I ran it and walked it that yeah, year. Yeah, I was about to say, yeah, old car wash. Yeah. It was, it was at the start line, it was 80 degrees and there was sweat rolling down my back and I hadn't even started. Right. Yet. And I'm like, right. dang, this is going to be a long day. Go well, ahead. So on a, on a day like that, I mean, you get a lot of dehydration yeah. and heat stroke and, and, you know, heat exhaustion and, and heat stroke can be pretty deadly pretty quickly. So, mm. um, 
there, there have been other years of the marathon where, um, where I'm, you know, volunteering in it where it's quite warm. And so the, the heat deck inside the medical tent is quite busy, um, in terms of just trying to, um, to get some of these overheated athletes, mm-hmm. um, into the, the ice immersion tanks, get their body temperature down and then ship them off to the hospital after that. Um, if, if it's not a very, uh, difficult year from a weather perspective, like this past year, mm-hmm. um, it tends to be more orthopedic issues. So you get, uh, lots of knee pain, shin splints, um, cramps, some dehydration in there as well. Um, but I think for the most part, it's very dependent on the weather from, from a physical therapy practice perspective. Um, I'm, I specialize in soccer and running related injuries and from a running, uh, injury perspective this morning, I, um, I worked with someone who, um, had recently had an ankle surgery. Um, we get a lot of ankles, knees, and hips, hamstring strains, calf strains, that sort of thing. Um, runners will sometimes deal with injuries similar to that, but I think they tend to be a little more chronic um, in terms of mm-hmm. yeah. fasciitis, uh, shin splints, patellofemoral pain syndrome, that sort of stuff. Um, it's just a matter of getting these folks in the door to to get it taken care of rather than dealing with it for months and months at a time and thinking that that's the norm. Right, because most runners don't want to hear, don't run. So they're like, eh, I'm going to run on through it. <laughs> I'm going to run slower. <laughs> or if I can run faster, then it'll be done sooner. It yeah, won't be as bad. It won't be as bad. Yeah. Yeah. Runner logic well, is not great, that's for sure. Well, it's, it's funny you bring that up because hearing doctors and physical therapists say, oh, well, you know, you hurt when you run, don't run. That's one of my pet peeves. And <laughs> my, my goal is to really work with, with these athletes and uh, either modify the activity initially and then get them back as quickly, as safely as possible, um, or to, to go through the recovery process while they're, you know, participating in their sport. Because it's not just about the physical side of things, it's the mental side as well. And I feel like we've seen this a lot in the last two years with COVID where, where folks haven't been socializing uh, quite so much with, with other people and they've not necessarily been participating in organized sport. And so you get the, the physical side of things with that, but then you get the, the mental anguish and the, yeah. uh, the disappointment with it too. So um, you know, there's no better way to, to anger a runner than to tell them not to run. Yeah, well, I mean, it's true, right? I mean, it's a big part of getting out there every day or however many days a week you do it is the, you know, it's the mental part of it, whether you're running by yourself or running with somebody else or whatever. But so, yeah, and, and clearly I would think that over the years, you know, that the medical profession, especially those who deal with, you know, the runner psyche part, you know, are attuned to the fact that, man, yeah, these people are going to run whether I tell them to or not. So how can I, <laughs> how can I make treatment work with somebody who's only going to halfway follow what I'm recommending they do? So that's you know, I get and that's, it. And that's part of the art of it as well is to figure out which, which folks need to be pushed a little bit in terms of doing their exercises and which ones need to have the reins pulled back on occasionally and, yeah, yeah. and, and fine tuning that as you go. Yeah. You know, there's the buzz phrase injury prevention out there. And, um, you know, I I think about that and I'm like, well, that means stretching or it means, you know, whatever. Like, (laughs) (laughs) just like open the door, let me go run and I'll be done. And and then I can cool off and go on with my day. But like when we talk about injury prevention, when you talk about injury prevention, not me, Tell me, tell me what, like, what do you think of? What's your idea of injury prevention? What are some things that people can do to kind of stay out of your office? Because 
you know, I'm sure, you know, as much as you like to have business, you want to see people healthy and not get hurt. What, what are some things that people can do? Yeah. Excellent question. Um, you're, you bring up a very good point in terms of stretching and exercising and, and that sort of thing. And that's, I think that's good from a, from a running perspective, you can do your high knees and A skips and B skips. You can do your hamstring warmups and calf raises and, and a bit of hamstring dynamic stretching. And that's great. But what I really specialize in is one-on-one individualized treatment to tailor it to the individual in front of me. And part of, um, part of my work is uh, working with the Charlotte FC Academy teams and um, through, through doing some of that, I have access to a lot of really high-tech equipment that I've got in my practice as well. So some of that, some of that includes uh, force plate analysis. So having one person step uh, their left foot on the left plate and the right one on the right, and then asking them to squat or to jump or to lunge or to hop. And that gives me an idea of how much force they're producing through each leg at what phase in the concentric or eccentric phase of that exercise. And then I can then use the, the qualitative looking at what they're doing side of things with the quantitative, how much force are you generating? Are you squatting 50, 50, or are you actually favoring the side and the naked eyes having trouble seeing that? So to be able to use that information and tailor that to the person in front. That's some Bill Nye level stuff he, right there, he man. He said concentric and eccentric. Yep. But he didn't talk about me being eccentric. It's true. It's true. So like, I think you I'm haven't good. been there yet. So I think you know. I'm good. Yeah. You're like that's that is it's kind of funny you say that about the you know, the squatting and how much how much push or whatever you get, whatever technically you said. I was outside with my son the other day and he's like, Hey, do you think I can hit the basketball net with my head? And I'm like, I'm not betting you any money because you always win. So anyway, I'm like, how about I just give you 10 bucks like, and you don't I, do that? Like I, I tested just to see how close I could get. And I got like three inches off the ground. And that's, that's a, that's a best for me right now. Cause my Ooh. knees are just such a wreck, but um, I, 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 yeah. So, <laughs> we don't know well, where we're going with that story, but there you go. Just like, I, I, I would fail that test. How's that, Phil? Well, I don't know about that. I mean, I think you'd be surprised. <laughs> with it, It's so interesting with the runners, too. And maybe you can tell that I'm a nerd by now. But uh, I think with, <laughs> I don't think with that's the runners. Accurate. You're just into it, man. We appreciate that. Yeah, well, you got to be passionate about what Run, you do. Absolutely. I mean, this is why, I, this is why I enjoy yeah. listening to you guys. Same thing, the episode or a couple episodes ago with uh, with Dave was so interesting. Oh, yeah. To. Like, yeah. even... Even in his sixties, he's you know still passionate about running, still 100%. passionate about talking about running, and you know it's oh. amazing. He'll, he'll um, die talking about passionately talking about running. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. but with the um, you know I mentioned before that that I played soccer and ice hockey as well, and they're they're both very different sports in that you have some of the straight line you know, y-axis sort of stuff, but you have a lot of lateral movements mm -hmm. and twisting and that sort of thing, and running kind of doesn't really fall into that category. If you think about it, um, if you're doing track running or marathon running, a lot of the steps that you take are very similar to each other where you're landing hopefully on the midfoot, pushing off, doing this, doing that, but it's then doing that same thing however many thousands of times you're doing it. Trail running is a bit different because you get the, yeah. the different forces underneath and, and different variables to play around with. But from an injury prevention perspective, I think from a with physical therapy, it's it's also a matter of, of load management and making sure that you don't progress a little bit too quickly, um, following that 10% rule um, in terms of adding mileage once you're over the 30 miles a week sort of range. Um, 
So just trying to trying to avoid injuries that way as well. Yeah. What, you, you, one thing we didn't cover is how, how did you end up in Charlotte, by the way, being from Boston, the Northeast? Yeah. So I, uh, I was born and raised in New Jersey and then went to Boston University up in Boston, Mass. Um, I graduated with my doctor of physical therapy degree in 2016. And then we stuck around until 2018. Um, and at that point, my then girlfriend, now wife, uh, Eliza and I were trying to uh, purchase a home and we just in in Boston in 2018 we just couldn't do it um, and in the meantime my uh, my parents had retired to Mooresville North Carolina oh. so we had been down to Charlotte a bunch of times there and uh, really enjoyed the city and, and everything it has to offer and we just we just took a chance and moved to Dilworth in 2019 and it's been a history ever since there you go and now you can't afford a home in Charlotte either so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. like, ah. That's incredible. Yeah. Right. That's amazing. Well, that's story, a, right? Yeah. Well, we have some friends that are looking to buy a home right now. And uh, I mean, we, we just got lucky um, this time of year. That's all it was. Uh, they're, they're struggling to purchase a home at the moment. Oh, I bet, sure. man. Totally. Jeez. Yeah. Good stuff. Good stuff. Yeah. Glad so I'm not doing that. How, how do we get in touch with you, Phil? If somebody's like, you know, I, I, I need to go see him and talk to him and see what I can figure out, see what he can figure out with what, what I have going on. How, how does... How did we get in touch with you? Sure. So uh, my practice is called Premier Physical Therapy in Huntersville. Um, it's right on Statesville Road, right off of Gilead Road. Uh, the phone number you can call or text is 980-766-9740. Um, you can shoot me an email at phil at premierptnc.com. Um, or you can go to the website premierptnc.com. And uh, day or night, happy to help you out anytime. Yeah, so that's uh, Huntersville. So that's exit 23 is Gilead Road. Right? So yep. if you go up 77, mm-hmm. people get irritated because of the exit numbers in Charlotte. You know, and I, I never really thought about it. But you, you go up to exit 23. Well, what does that mean? You know, that, <laughs> yeah, exit 23, right there by yeah. all the construction, right? Old state. Exactly. And it's, oh, yeah. It's, can't wait until that's done. Yeah, mm. so it's Statesville. Um, yeah, so well, if you're coming from Charlotte, you would go 77 right. North, right onto Gilead, <laughs> right onto Statesville, and then I'm quarter mile down the road there you go <laughs> love it phil we appreciate it very much thank you so much and thanks for all your volunteerism that that means a lot we always love running into people who are volunteer minded yeah well yeah thanks for the opportunity appreciate it guys all right, my friend the running around charlotte podcast is presented by the Novant health charlotte marathon one day five events with a race day distance for every goal and pace Registration and more information is at runcharlotte.com. This week's episode is brought to you by Pinnacle Financial Partners and Bedgear, the official pillow partner of the Novant Health Charlotte Marathon. Running Around Charlotte is produced in partnership with Well Run Media and Marketing. New episodes are available every week, anywhere you listen to podcasts.